What is up, my friends? Welcome to Friday's episode, Craft of Fatherhood Podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. I believe our role as fathers has the power to change the world simply by knowing who we are and embracing the adventure. This episode is brought to you by The Adventure of Fatherhood, helping men discover their powerful fatherhood role and build their fatherhood skills. On these episodes, I'll share stories from my own fatherhood journey. Okay, check it out. One of my teenagers, drum roll, you're not going to believe it. They lied to me. Okay, so I was traveling, came home, felt like something happened that would not be something I you know, want to happen. And I asked my kid, hey, yo, I was wondering if this happened. Uh, yeah, dad. And they gave me this spiel. Now, the thing was, is earlier that morning, there was a connection point where I knew that they probably knew that I knew, right? So there's that point where a kid goes, hang on a second, I think they know this thing. So by the time fast forward, seven, eight hours later, when I brought it up, there was just this phenomenal story that was shared with me about what had happened. And I said, okay, I'm not triggered. I'm not mad. Okay, that's possible. We're sitting on the couch facing each other, right? I'm like, okay, I could understand how that story could be probable. But let me just say this, right? And I had asked a couple questions about their story. And I said, let me say this. Here's the two probable things. One is the story you just told me, which if that's the story, if that's the truth, fine, no problem. We'll, we'll take that. But here's another story. And it's this, which one sounds more like it's true? Now, in the moment, it had probably only been two, three minutes. But there's also this feeling of something between us. So I said, hey, which one do you think it probably is? And as soon as I asked that question, and I'll tell you, it wasn't in the way that I asked. It wasn't in the words that I asked, but it was in the approach to asking the question. They're like, it's the second one. And one, tears. And not tears to make me feel bad, but feel bad tears showed up. And you got to hang on. Let's just pause and go. You got to read each kid because each kid's going to read different. I got some kids who I think could lie to me very well. Others who can't. This one can't. In that moment, I could get pretty upset. I mean, the thing that happened wasn't that big of a deal. So it's not like it was something to get raged about. But even if it was, I'd argue that my desire is to have open, honest relationship with my kids. Now, I might pay attention in these areas more knowing that my kid did something they knew I didn't want them to do. So in that moment, they're like, it was the first one. I'm like, so this morning when I came in and said this, you knew that I knew, right? Yeah, I did. So you kind of been thinking up this story all day to tell me, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Then they went on to say, I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I go into protective mode like as soon as something happens. So the thing is, is I'm kind of a believer that especially in the teenage years and probably middle school and up, a lot of times, unless something's happening over and over and over, right? Like say lies are happening all the time. I think that then you build in consequence. But a lot of times in the moment, the moment itself provides enough consequence of its own in the sense that my kid felt bad about what they had done. And so instead of the conversation being about, well, here's your punishment for lying and coming up with this fake story, a deeper conversation happened in that moment where, okay, why are you defaulting to saying a lie to protect yourself? And then where else in your life is this showing up that may not be as 
critical as your dad asking, hey, did this happen? And you say yes or no, but maybe a friend says something, a teacher says something, and there's these little white lies that feel like they're coming up just as a simple reaction yourself to a protection. And so we had a long conversation and I really challenged them when you see this come up in your life. It's going to feel stupid, but you're going to lie to your friend. And in the moment you knew you lied, and even if it's silly, like, oh, why didn't you call me back? And you're like, you make my mom had me do something, whatever the lie might be to immediately go, oh, hang on a second. That's not true. I actually just dodged your call for whatever reason. The point was, where is it showing up in your life? And put a little action plan together to start attacking those right away so that they don't become bigger things like lying to your dad. So great conversation about that. Instead of me just making the moment about this little lie that really had no major bearing on life other than putting a wedge between us. And that's the big part of the conversation as well is I could have walked away. So I said, hey, listen, I could have walked away believing what you said. Because like at the end of the day, it's not the big deal, but you would have been putting a wedge between us in our relationship because you wanted to protect yourself. And then you are going to carry that in your heart, your soul, your mind forever, knowing that there's this little thing and maybe you'll forget about it in a couple of days, but it will still always live there where you are putting a wedge between the deep connection that's available when you have two vulnerable people being open and honest with each other. So they cried held each other, forgiveness, teaching moment. The lesson here is in the moment when you want to react, and I'll tell you, there's times that I haven't done it well and I've had to go back and apologize. But when you want to react, one is when the truth came out, my response was the exact same as if with the false one. Okay, because this really isn't about me. This isn't about this action. It's about something inside of you that's defaulting to this. And to me, the most important thing is honesty. I'd rather you tell me you made a mistake, did something stupid so that we could work through it and talk about it versus me just getting mad and giving you a grounding. And then you go complain to your friends about it and talk about it with them versus talking about it with me and then digging your heels in more next time when you do lie and I call you out on it. And then you decide, right? Because a lot of times, I mean, shoot, I might respond real quick with a, oh, oh, it was just about this. Is that fully true? And then be like, oh, hang on a second. That's not what I meant. So if I would have reacted, it would have just buried them deeper into the lie versus me being 100% open, depending on which one happened. My friends, sorry for this quick interruption. However, somewhat sadly, I get more questions from dudes about fitness than I do about fatherhood. But... What I found is that the fathers who start taking care of their fitness and nutrition end up finding fatherhood, marriage, work, and all other aspects of life come into a deeper clarity of purpose, enjoyment, and fulfillment. Now, I've partnered with Rise Up Kings to launch Ruck Fitness, a transformative program that is less focused on a six-pack in 90 days and more focused on you creating the habits, mindset, and lifestyle that will allow you to be a healthy asset to your family for decades. Come join me in a transformative journey to become the man you want to see in the mirror. Go check it out www.rebellandcreate.com forward slash fitness. Now back to the show. It's Christmas time, right? It's December and we do Advent. So, you know, the four Sundays before Christmas, we can do a reading with the family on Christmas Eve. We got the Advent wreath with the candle and you've got hope 
peace, joy, and a little scripture and whatnot. And I think sometimes as the dad, I take a bit of pride in, okay, I'm going to lead this. I prepared it. And we're going to do this together. And dad's reading by the candlelight. And maybe that's what I would default to do. But I had no voice. You can hear it in my voice now. I'm just getting better. But I, I had no voice. And so about 10 minutes before, I went to my 11-year-old and I was like, hey, would you lead this for us? Here's the thing. I took five minutes. Just read this. Then have someone read this, 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 and this. And she's like, yeah, dad, no problem. And she led the thing. Now, I mean, I think it's so important to like read this and talk about it. And my kids hear it every year. And, you know, half the stuff we say to our kids is probably going to go in one ear and out the other. It's more about our actions. So the moment for my daughter to step into a leadership opportunity and lead the family for a 15 minute devotion was incredible. So it just got me thinking like, hey, maybe this is something we should lean into more often and give our kids the opportunity to lead, even if it's a little messier, doesn't look exactly how you or I would do it to lead a family meeting or family devotion or family question around the dinner table, something like that, putting our kids in that seat. All right, my friends, if these are helpful, please write a review, help spread the word that fatherhood matters, send it to a friend. We've got January coming up. I know this is a time where people start thinking about what does my new year look like? I've got the 90 day fatherhood legacy journal. You can grab it rebelandcreate.com. I get great feedback when guys get this journal and I started mine again today. It's just a daily check-in, asking yourself some questions, how you're showing up. I always get guys sending me a message like, hey, this has helped me. I've had some guys do three or four of these. So check that out and make sure to take advantage of the adventure of fatherhood. As you know, our world is in desperate need of leaders to be followed. And this truly starts in the home, it starts with you. Starts with a father knowing who he is and leading with love, grace, and consistency. Most men are not invited into this role, nor do they understand it. So adventurefatherhood.com, I've got three fatherhood courses, intro to fatherhood for the new dad, discover fatherhood for the dad just trying to figure out his role. And then once you go through one of those, I've got the 18 year roadmap where I roll with a group of dudes for 90 days, really digging into the fatherhood identity. It's been very powerful. So adventurefatherhood.com, check it out, or you could just email me as well and schedule a time to connect and see if it's something that'd be valuable for you. Ned at rebelandcreate.com. All right, my dudes, remember who you are. You are a father and that matters. You matter. Together, let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. Much love to you, my brothers. Together, we are changing the world. I look forward to hanging out with you next week.